Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today once again by Eric. Oh my God. <laughs> Day three. It is. It is a week of Eric. <laughs> so here's what happened, guys. I had someone else booked today, but there's a plague going around New here's, York City. Guys, here's what's going on. We live in the movie Outbreak. Yeah. Well, this is like <laughs> the, the first day of Outbreak where I'm just like, I couldn't do my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward 20 days and it's like. It looks extra scary because your apartment's all boxed up. So it's <laughs> like just I'm like. I'm ready to flee. Yeah. yeah. It looks like we're like barricaded in a bunker, like <laughs> escaping a plague or something. Yeah. So Eric was a champ. He's filling in last minute. Yeah. And he just sat down and I was like, all right, we're going to do a sound check. And instead of saying anything, he just sighed into the <laughs> microphone and then went, oh, I just had a falafel. Yeah. Here's a, You texted me and we're like can you fill in today? And I was like, yeah, I'm at work, but I can come over later. And you're like, well, I have to leave at a certain time. I was like, okay, I can come straight from work. And I was like, oh, I have to eat. Yeah. So I literally like left my work, got a falafel from a cart that's next to the train. Oh no. Falafel just cart. took it straight on the, co- took it straight on the crane train. Uh Oh Oh boy. I was like, did you take a crane here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, took it straight on the train so and you just like ate it on the trip here. Always a great moment when you're, shoveling food into your mouth on the train Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i do that all the time when i'll schedule something and i have it down to like the minute and i'm like great i can get everything done today and then i'm like god damn it i need food (laughs) i have forgotten to eat (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god that's what the trains are for (laughs) right exactly um i've yeah i i used to be real self-conscious about eating on the train and now i'm just like it's like looking around like what are you looking at people don't give a shit Yeah. yeah So, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I have a Patreon. What? Patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. If you sign up at the $5 a month level or higher over there, you get to send questions that will answer on Light Trees and News. What a great service. Thank you so much. What an amazing service. So, we have a new question from Natalie. All right. They would like to know, I have a problem that I'm hoping you could weigh in on. We will. I'm a recent college grad currently looking for a job. It's been a few months and the only places that call me back, the only place that call me back is a defense contractor. Wow. I wouldn't actually be working on weapons, but rather on the software or infrastructure that allows them to make weapons. Yeah. I hate the idea of being a collaborator, but I really need the money. What do you think I should do? Oof, that's rough. Uh, I I never want to be the person who's like, just, just live under a bridge because like that's easy for me to say because it's not me yeah i mean uh it depends i think on like i mean this is the problem of capitalism like Mm -hmm. they're like you're gonna you have to make sort of like moral compromises for work even if it's not like a defense contractor like probably the company you work for is doing something shitty yeah sure you know i mean you have to make those compromises to work i mean if you if if it's really weighing on you you can you know look for alternative means of income by like freelance working well that's what i was but, thinking like if you are working on software and infrastructure clearly you're a very intelligent qualified yeah capable person yeah yeah i don't know what your exact financial situation is in uh, w- what it is but 
if you're in a position where maybe you can keep searching for a job, maybe you can sort of do a patchwork income like Eric just suggested. Yeah, see if there's freelance work out there you can do. I mean, that also has its issues. Sure. And, uh, there's no security. Unstable, and, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know that lifestyle yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and like, you know, that, that also presents issues where like when you're freelancing, you're obviously free to take whatever projects you want. But then it's like, well, if I don't take enough projects, I can't eat. So. Right you might have to compromise and take projects you don't want to do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just bad. (laughs) Like Life is just bad. I Uh, mean, I would even say like, if it, here's the thing. And this is what I always say. If you write in a question like this to a podcast, chances are you're answering your own question, which is you clearly don't want to do it. So if it's really going to destroy you mentally and emotionally, Maybe even try to get freelance work outside of your immediate interest. Yeah. You know, if you want like temp work for a while. Temp work. Until uh, you can find a job that's not for a defense contractor. If you live in a major metro area, you can probably dog walk. Yep. Yep. And obviously that's, you don't want to hear that. That's not like an ideal situation, yeah. but I'm not going to tell you it's cool to work for a defense contractor. I mean, it is the, it is the sort of thing where it's like, that's not the ideal situation, but you know, it is a way to alleviate any sort of moral guilt that you're feeling yes. it's like you make less money with and less security and less benefits and all that stuff but you might be able to make enough while keeping a clean conscience yes you know i mean that's it's uh you know we're not going to be able to answer that question for you right but it, you know i mean that this sort of so i was recruited heavily by a bunch of like bomb makers and defense <laughs> contractors when i was studying physics Cause you good with the math yeah i mean like, literally it's like there were like uh, this college I went to. There was a Lockheed Martin across the street. Can I just tell you something? I am deeply offended that Lockheed Martin has not tried to recruit me once. Not once. Not wow. once. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I would obviously say no, but I would like an offer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Just a, just to just feel a, just, appreciated. Yeah, for real. God. Anyway, you were talking. Uh, just. You know, it's but it, that was sort of uh, one of the reasons I actually left is because I was like, "Oh, this is what this is what people who study math and physics do, right? Is they go work for sure. Lockheed Martin or because you can make a lot of money. Yeah. Oh God, you can make an insane amount of money. Sure can. So Natalie, um, you clearly seem like a very good person. Don't feel bad that you're in this situation. Everybody uh, faces this sort of choice at least once in their life. Yeah. I think clearly you don't want to do it. So if you can explore all other avenues, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you decide to do, don't, don't uh, beat yourself yeah, up. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. Uh, I, everybody has to make compromises at some time in their life. We live in a horrible We system. live in a horrible, horrible <laughs> system called capitalism that requires everyone to be collaborators to a certain <laughs> extent. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to be the morality police on you. I'm just saying clearly... You don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for yourself, a gift to yourself. Yeah. Try not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, we are still in the pop culture section Ooh. of this episode. I am remembering, however, that we'll get to that in a second. Um, it's a Wednesday episode, so something terrible happened. Some wild person 
Things are bad. Things are always happening to you on a Wednesday. I think I'm cursed. I think and so. And I think the curse is specific enough where it always happens on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Since we're in the pop culture section, I wanted to talk about David Lynch. Oh. Can I just like a thing and not have it ruined for me no. by a man? Why? No. Why? Let me like Twin Peaks. No, you can't. Uh, so David Lynch recently said that he thinks Trump, quote, could go down as one of the greatest presidents in history. I, okay, let me defend David Lynch for a second. Please. There is a possibility that this happens. Here's a scenario where Donald Trump goes down as the greatest (laughs) president in history, okay? Okay. You guys ready for this? Okay, it's a few years in the future, okay? Donald Trump is still president. Okay. Okay? He burns all the books and eradicates all of history from the internet. Okay, this is bad so far. Yes, but okay. but here's what I'm saying. So it's like the Library of Alexandria, except on a way bigger scale. Right. Okay. He's eradicated all knowledge, essentially. Okay. Now a couple of years down the line from that, when we start, when people don't remember that it happened, we don't have the history to go back to. So it's kind of like he was our first president. And then people Therefore, remember him as the first, the greatest, greatest president, president we ever had. Yeah. I would like to think even if our collective memories are wiped clean, we'll still be able to look at him and think, this guy's a dick. <laughs> Fuck Maybe. this guy. Yeah. He's got to be the worst one, right? Yeah. I know I have no memory of the other ones, but I'm saying he's got to be the worst one. Yeah. Al- alternately, alternately, he, uh, he creates uh, like a satellite mm-hmm. that hovers above the earth and and can do like the the men in black thing mm-hmm. but like on a on like a global scale right you know what i mean it's like instead of one person you can just do it for the whole earth at once yeah yeah uh, i'm just so mad i mean like listen i knew david lynch was sh- shitty and problematic but just shut up let me like Twin Peaks. Here's the thing. Uh, I mean, this is not surprising considering. No, it's not surprising. Well, it's not surprising considering David Lynch fell for a huge scam and transcendental meditation. Oh, that's right. He is not a. He, he's like a creative genius, but also not a bright man. No, <laughs> I mean, and th- and that can happen. Someone can be like really creatively brilliant, but just on a day to day level. <laughs> not know how to function <laughs> right yeah 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 absolutely also he's a white he's a cis white man so the stuff that's happening with trump right now doesn't affect him so you know it's easier to have a dumb opinion like sure, sure yeah, yeah. you're not immediately impacted <laughs> right. by our fascist regime yeah my life is still great i know you're in your little <laughs> sailboat shirt it's awesome Look, Eric's the, wearing a shirt that has a The pocket has blue trim on it. It's pretty great. <laughs> I do like it a lot. Uh, guys, since it's, it is a Wednesday episode, let's get to uh, our standard nonsense. Maybe that's what I should call it from now on. Standard nonsense. Our standard nonsense. Mm-hmm. I was once again ambushed by a complete stranger and forced to interview them. Um, this one's a little weird because you're going to think, that guy sounds like Eric. But it's not Eric. Did I tell you that? This guy sounded exactly like you. sounded like me? Yeah, it was weird. Weird. Like, if I closed my eyes, I wouldn't be able to tell you guys apart. Yeah. That's crazy. It's creepy. You have a voice twin. Wow. Yeah. We should go on the road. And do what? That's a show? Is it? Two people with the same voice? I would not. 
I could make up with the show. I could make a show. Hold on. How much would you charge? How much are the tickets to go watch two men who sound alike? I mean, probably a lot. Fuck off. (laughs) I think you had said $5 maybe. We would start, okay, we'll workshop it for $5. But then when it is proven to be a hit, (laughs) it'd be like $20 or $30. All right, fine. I will go see the workshop. Okay. Okay. Thank you for coming. I don't know how I ended up going to this thing, but all right. So, guys, enjoy this nonsense. Holy fucking shit. I just... Guys, you know how I have boxes in my apartment because I'm about to move? I just moved one of the boxes and there's a fucking guy behind one of them. Who are you? Hey, Allison. What the hell are you doing in my apartment? I just saw all these boxes. I was wondering if one of these was a Yeti cooler. A what? A Yeti cooler. What the hell's a Yeti cooler? Uh, excuse me. It's only the best cooler on the face of the earth. Uh, you mean like a like something you like put beer in to keep it cold? You can put beer in it. You can put ice in it to keep the beer cold. I, no, there's no Yeti. I've never heard of Yeti cooler. You've never heard of Yeti coolers? I think that's pretty clear based on the plethora of questions I just asked. Allison, how can you have drinks without a Yeti cooler? I have a refrigerator, dumb fuck. Why are you in my apartment? I was. Co- I just saw all these boxes. They look a lot like coolers. I was coming to try to see no, if I could I'm- find another Yeti cooler. I got two with me right now. Okay, let, let's just hit pause for a second. I'm sorry. I'm very emotional because you're a strange man in my home. And I'm a little emotional because I'm moving right now. I don't want to be rude. I don't have a Yeti cooler. Are you looking for a Yeti cooler? I'm always looking for more Yeti coolers. Do you work for Yeti? No. No, I do. Okay, I'm offended right now, okay? I'm sorry. I do not work for Yeti coolers. These babies sell themselves. So you're just a fan of Yeti coolers? Yes, I love Yeti coolers. I put stickers all over my car. I got a tattoo. Hold on. I gave my kids tattoos. Okay, yeah, I see your car. I'm looking out the window right now. It's literally covered with Yeti cooler stickers. Hell yeah. You have them on the windshield. How do you see while you drive? I just, you know, sometimes I ace venture it, but then others. Stick your head out the window? And then sometimes I just let, uh, you know, I let God guide me. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, yes, I love. I, yes, I love it when ice stays cold, Allison. I mean, I think we're all a fan of that, but I don't fangirl refrigerators. Okay, there's a reason because a Yeti cooler is better than a refrigerator. In what okay. way? It just keeps stuff cold, right? Oh, it doesn't. Okay, I, you're being very dismissive right now, and I'm I don't appreciate sorry. it. Okay, I don't it understand. is an experience. Okay, let me tell you something, Allison. Okay. I. You may take me for a simple man, but I'll have you know. I don't know you. I, I'll have you know. I went to the top of Mount Everest. I went to the top you of Mount to Everest. You went to the top of Mount Everest? I've been to the top of Mount Everest, okay? Wow, that's quite an accomplishment. Thank you. And you want me to tell you what I found? I took my Yeti cooler with me. Oh, boy. And guess what? What? It was colder in the cooler than it was on the top of Mount Everest. I don't believe that. I don't want to offend you, but I don't believe that inside a Yeti cooler is it colder was, than I'm the telling top of you, Mount it Everest. It was colder than the top of Mount Everest uh, itself. I'm telling you, I love it when I stay as cold. Okay, I'm just saying that I think we're all a fan of that because we live in a modern society and we all appreciate ice. But it doesn't mean that like you have to freak out about Yeti coolers. 
it is a life changing experience to have cold drinks all the time. Okay, well, if look, you listen, I am from I am from Alabama, all right, and it gets very hot down there. And you know what? You need cold drinks with you at all times. Okay, you could put you could put liquid nitrogen in in a in a Yeti cooler or a Yeti tumbler, a thermos of some sort. You know what? It would stay frozen forever. Forever. It I, would never get it would never I'm sorry, retreat. I don't I'm sure they're very good coolers. I just don't think that's accurate. Listen, if you're such a huge fan of Yeti coolers, why don't you go work for Yeti coolers? Instead of hiding behind boxes in my apartment. I don't have time to work for Yeti coolers. I what? What are you doing that's taking up so much of your I time? I am traveling around the world trying to find more Yeti coolers. I mean, that seems hugely time-consuming. How do you afford that? You know, I got money. I what a fake answer. It seems like look, the only just, thing you know for listen, sure is listen. everything about Yeti coolers. That is all I know, okay? Oh my God. That is all I... Listen, I had one time, my, my dad took me to the beach. We had a Yeti cooler. And we were traveling all day. We were traveling all day. We got to the beach. You know what? And we sat on the beach. We took that cooler out. And you know what? It was still cold. It was still oh, cold. And I from see. then on, okay. and from that day, I see what's going day, on here. I said, my life is going to be dedicated to this amazing technology. Sure. Okay. Now this makes sense. I see what's going on. You have a very powerful emotion about Yeti coolers because they make you think of your dad. That's what it is. No, I hated him. Oh, boy. Okay. I hated him, but I love the Yeti coolers. I just, I, I've never met someone who has a strong emotional attachment to a cooler. Listen, I'm telling you, I, I'm not the only one, okay? It is a phenomenon. I know. I just actually, while we were talking, I Googled this, and Yeti coolers have a huge social media presence. They do. They what do. is People this love thing Yeti with sorority girls sitting on the coolers? Look, I, all you got to do is go to, your, go to your Instagram or your Twitter, all right? Type in the hashtag Yeti butts. This is right? actually true, guys. And people take pictures of themselves sitting on Yeti coolers because they're so awesome. But I don't understand. Like, coolers aren't, like, sexy, like, I don't understand. Oh, a Yeti what. cooler is sexy. I mean, it's just a regular cooler. It is. Oh, it is not a regular cooler. Okay, it is not. You want it? You want an igloo cooler? Is that what you want? I you have want an a, igloo cooler. You, yes. You want, a, you want to trust your your cold beverages in yes. an igloo cooler? I've been perfectly happy with it. Yes. You take an igloo cooler to the top of Mount Everest? No, you know damn well I haven't been to the top of well, Mount Everest, I'm sir. I'm just saying. I'm just sir. saying. I took my Yeti. I, ju I took my Yeti, okay? All right? Yeah. Listen, I didn't catch your name. What's your name? Jed. Jed? I'm very impressed you've been to the top of Mount Everest. Um, I, I don't really understand how you're funding your travels, but I would say this. If you're this passionate about Yeti coolers that you're willing to break into someone's apartment crouch behind a box and then spring out when she's least expecting it by the way that was very frightening i would say like maybe you should ha start a career like contact Yeti coolers and and volunteer your services oh i couldn't work for I'm not, I'm, I'm not good enough to work for yeti coolers don't I can't, say that, that that's the greatest company that the world has ever known Listen, okay that is that the is limited time i've known you you're, you seem like a smart fella. You're very articulate. You're very passionate about the product. I'm sure they would love to have you. Well, that's very nice. But, that's, I mean, that's, 
That's the greatest company man has ever made. I can't. It, I don't think that's it's, true. Honestly, it's it's like the end of civilization. What? It's like we've reached the end. No. You can't what? improve on that technology. They've already made the perfect cooler. You know, there's been advancement, advancements in like medical surgery. There's like fully mechanized hearts that have been placed you inside people. You know what? It's interesting that you mentioned medical technology because I'll tell you, I'll have you know. When I was on the top of Mount Everest with my Yeti cooler, okay, my my climbing partner, he died. What? Yeah, my buddy Charles, he died. Oh, my God. I stuffed him in the Yeti cooler. Uh, what? We went all the way back down, oh. perfectly preserved. Holy shit. His body, perfectly Wait, preserved. how did he die? Well, I mean, it was the top, it's died? the top of Mount Everest. Yeah, you just go up he there was die. weak. He was weak? He was weak. Oh, my God. Okay. He uh, is weak. But the point, of the, sto- the point of the story is that I put him in the Yeti cooler. Okay? How big are Yeti coolers? You can get them on all kinds of sizes. You can big, get the You big can get a man-sized Yeti cooler? You took oh, you took yeah. a man-sized Yeti cooler up to the top of Mount Everest? Oh, I took a big I took I took one of the big ones. Did Charles help you carry it? D- yeah, of course. Is that why he was so tired? Well, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Well, that's your fault. It's you not- killed your friend because you wanted to bring a Yeti cooler to the top of Mount Everest. You have to bring a Yeti cooler to the top of Mount Everest, okay? Why? I ha- okay, let me explain then, okay? I had one. I had the big man-sized Yeti cooler for just such occasions like death, you know, uh, uh, severed limbs, you know, uh, you, those types of things, okay? I had a second Yeti cooler because here's the thing about coolers, right? Coolers don't just keep things cold. They're insulated. They also keep hot things hot. So I took a second Yeti cooler filled with hot water. Hold on. So you and your friend dragged two man-sized Yeti coolers up to the top of Mount Everest. I'm not finished. Oh, my God. I had that second Yeti cooler filled with boiling hot water just in case of frostbite. What? What? Hold on. First of all, it is not medically advised to pour boiling hot water on top of a a frostbitten limb. That's not the way you're supposed to gradually warm limbs back I up. I don't think that's true, Allison. I'm Frostbite happens when something gets too cold. So you, what do you do? You got to warm it up. Okay, that's how. That's science. Listen, no disrespect again, and I'm sorry your friend's dead. I'm just saying you all but guaranteed his death. With the series of choices you made. Okay. I don't appreciate that. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Anyway. Agree to disagree. You're really starting to sound like the Sherpa that was with us. Okay. Okay. And and I don't appreciate it. Well, they sound like a smart person is what I'll say. So, anyway, as I was saying, we had those two coolers, right? One for limbs, bodies, you know, such... And then we had the other cooler that was filled with the hot water for frostbite, okay? Then we have the third Yeti cooler, slightly smaller, medium-sized Yeti cooler, beverages. Oh, Gotta have Jesus beverages. Christ. Okay. So you were dragging, like, a pyramid of Yeti coolers up the side of this mountain. Of course. <sighs> That's the only way to climb Mount Everest. What else are you going to do? What, what else are you going to do? What did the Sherpa say? Did the Sherpa say that's the only way you can climb the mountain? They were saying a bunch of stuff that I couldn't understand. I, but okay. I, you I know, bet but you I, they would agree with me. I don't. You know what? They're professional mountain climbers. They know. They know you need all this gear. You know, they, they know you need all these things to climb Mount Everest. Mm. Oh, hey. Uh, it looks like somebody's towing your car. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
No, they know it's the Yeti cooler guy. Well, yeah, they know that, but you're still illegally parked. You parked right in front of a, a fire hydrant. You're also blocking the entrance to a hospital. Well, they can wait. They I can don't wait think for they Yeti can, man. Coolers. I mean, you better get down there. Your car's getting pulled away. All right. All right. You don't have a cooler up here? I, man, I don't know how many times I have to tell you. No. All right. Well, this is a waste of time. I agree. Bye. Bye. Wow. You were right. That, that, that guy did sound like me. Yeah. Right? Are you obsessed with those coolers? No. I've never... I You know, when I lived in the South, people would, like, put stickers of them on their, like, trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I never got it. It's just... It's a cooler. It's weird. You know? Uh, so, guys, it is that time of the episode. Let's all hold hands and cry. Here is your bad news. So I guess the first thing we should talk about is how Trump, the president of the United States, oh, yes, yes, yes. has taken time out of his very busy schedule. He's so busy, you guys. To viciously attack <laughs> Red Hen, the restaurant that kicked out uh, Sarah Sanders for being a collaborator. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Natalie, you know who should feel bad? Sarah Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you were like... Guys, the only <laughs> job I can get is working in the Trump this administration. I'd be like, no, <laughs> starve. Clearly that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, early Monday morning, Trump took aim at the restaurant for the state of its paint job and its dirty decor. And this was what he tweeted. The Red Hen restaurant should focus more on cleaning its filthy canopies, doors, and windows. Badly needs a paint job. Rather than refusing to serve a fine person like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I always had a rule. If a restaurant is dirty on the outside, it is dirty on the inside. So we should note at this time that um, Mar-a-Lago has been cited for food violations and safety issues. Yeah, of course. Because Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> Mar-a-Lago is the perfect epitome of of everything in trump's empire which is that it's it's all about it's it's not about like trump wants to build this empire of like wealth and classiness and and everything but it's all show sure i mean isn't it just so creepy too to have the president of the united states attacking a private business yeah like imagine if obama did this the conservatives would have lost their fucking minds he did all the time about yeah. minor things that obama said like when he do you i mean do you remember the long collective freak out when he said something about the police for stopping um the harvard professor oh, breaking yes. his, uh, henry Louis gates yeah. from getting into his own house yeah and he made a, a one word one sentence comment about it mm-hmm. and they freaked out for years <laughs> yeah. for like still years. freaking out about yeah. it yeah you know um and but like this is just like the classic thing of it would be perceived if it was a democratic president it would be perceived as big government attacking a private business yeah and a censorship issue and like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But because Trump's doing it, it's like a righteous cause somehow. Yeah. There's also a big problem on Twitter. Uh, Cause there are multiple restaurants named red hen. Yeah. The one in DC is it's, not the one in Virginia. It's not a chain. It's not a chain. They're just all, they're just different ones. named. Honestly, it. the creepiest part of that was I saw, I read 
the tweet replies to the one in DC is saying, mm. "Hey, that's not us." Yeah. And conservatives basically just re- rejecting reality in real time. Yeah. Where exactly. they were like, "Well, uh, do you have a response anyway?" <laughs> well, like, what the fuck? Like, they it's... can't admit they're wrong, yeah. so they're just like, "Well, you're still bad." Right. <laughs> like, what? It's it's so weird to see people sort of warp reality like yeah. that. Parker Malloy was like the first person I saw that was like pointing it out mm-hmm. and we, and she was just like, these are the dumbest people on earth. Uh, yeah. They and I don't were, know. Like, going insane. On I don't Twitter. know if it's like dumb or if it's so incapable of recalculating mentally once they've made up their mind about something. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's all, you know, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's quite the same thing as just being, I almost feel like dumb in a way like lets them off the hook because it's like, well, you're just a dumb person. Right, right, I feel like this is actually just so needing facts to reinforce your own worldview that you will rearrange those facts right, right, to right. suit you. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to say a very special fuck you to the Washington Post editorial board oh, for boy. their dumb as fuck, speaking of dumb as fuck, uh, editorial about how uh i guess red hen should have been nice to sarah sanders and let her eat yeah in peace here's the main point i wanted to make about this asking someone very politely to leave your restaurant is civil yeah and if these people are fainting at that happening i don't know how they're gonna cope when shit gets really real right because here's the reality we live in right now the Trump administration is stealing people's children mm-hmm. and putting people in cages. Yeah. And if you think someone politely asking Sarah Sanders to leave a restaurant is as bad as it's going to get, yeah. you're deluded. Well, this is the problem. Delusional. I mean, this <laughs> and is, a deluded person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, th- I mean, that's ultimately the issue here is that like these people, the, the, including the writers at the Washington Post and, and all these conservatives, like, dopes like ben shapiro or whatever Mm. like they consider it uncivil to ask somebody to leave a restaurant but they don't consider it uncivil you know to uh stop gay people from getting married stopping trans people from existing in public Mm -hmm. you know tearing uh, apart families tearing apart families bombing people (laughs) yeah like none of that's it's not uncivil to literally murder someone in the middle east that's not considered uncivil but it's considered uncivil to say bad things about conservatives right yeah i'm just like god strap in guys because there's going to be a reckoning yeah there is there just has to be you can't abuse people like this this long indefinitely without a huge backlash that's true yeah and if you think sarah sanders being asked to leave a restaurant is as bad as it's gonna get yeah i got bad news for you well the other point i i I wanted to make too is like you know like if sarah sanders had found out that a member of the staff in that kitchen was undocumented she would have reported them to mice and had them arrested right civilly civilly you know what i mean like it's, it's like you know, you don't get to ruin people's lives and then turn around and demand that they be nice to you and serve you. Yeah, and this bullshit call for civility. I think Chris Hayes made this point on Twitter the other day where he was like, it's always the same pattern where some kind of minor civil disobedience happens. Then there's this conservative and like, quote unquote, serious liberal call for civility. 
which completely ignores the original crime. Right. Which was the whole reason the Red Hen owner didn't want Sarah Sanders there is because she is a collaborator in a fascist regime that is tearing families apart and incredibly xenophobic, incredibly racist. Yeah. That's the original crime, but we have such a shitty mainstream media that we skip right over that. And it's like, yeah, but it's so unso like let her have her meal. Yeah. It's like, are you fucking comparing those two things? Yeah. Someone losing their child to mm -hmm. Sarah Sanders not getting to have dinner at a restaurant? They are because they're privileged, right. you know, people who sit at home and write columns for the Washington Post. And they all go all to the same fucking parties. And yeah. yeah. Like they don't have, you know, real life problems and none of this stuff is affecting them. So, you know, this is all some sort of thought experiment to them. True. Yeah. And they also want access, right? Yeah. They want access to the administration. So they want to kiss Sarah Sanders ass. Yeah. So then they can have that access to the administration. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to talk about Trump threatening Maxine Waters, his favorite pastime. He's oh, really yeah. fixated on Maxine Waters for some reason. Um, on Monday, he warned Representative Waters, quote unquote, to be careful what you wish for after she encouraged her supporters to publicly shame cabinet officials over the administration's immigration policies. So he apparently had misrepresented her comments, claiming she had called for her supporters to be harmed. That is not what Maxine Waters was saying. But he actually threatened her. Right. Yeah. So he has now endangered her. Yeah. A Democratic representative from California by tacitly setting his six supporters on her. Yeah. And I'm sure they'd have nothing but, you know, the best wishes for a black woman. Well, there's no history of, you know, Republican supporters becoming violent or anything. No, no. Definitely a bunch of Nazis didn't kill someone in Charlottesville. Yeah. We all just imagined that. Right. Since we or live in... drive to a pizza restaurant in D.C. Right. That never gone. happened either, guys. We're now just an entire country that's being gaslit. Yeah. You all just imagined that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird? All at the same time. I also wanted to talk about this story about a Walgreens pharmacist who denied a woman medication for a miscarriage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nicole Artiga, a 35-year-old first-grade teacher in Arizona, boo, teachers, boo. <laughs> walked into her local Walgreens in Peoria, oh, God, it was Peoria, <laughs> on Wednesday to have her prescription uh, filled. Artiga was prescribed a misoprostol, a drug that induces a medical abortion, by her physician nine weeks into her pregnancy, after, according to a Facebook post written by Ortega, it was discovered that the baby's development had stopped. According to her post, Ortega was told that her pregnancy would end in miscarriage and was given two options, a surgical abortion or a medical abortion. She opted for misoprostol, but the pharmacist at her local Walgreens refused to fill her prescription. I stood at the mercy of this pharmacist explaining the situation in front of my seven-year-old and five customers standing behind only to be denied because of his ethical beliefs. She noted that while she understands that we all have our beliefs, the pharmacist refused to fill the prescription even after she explained her distressing circumstances. So I think a lot of people, when they heard about the Supreme Court um, gay wedding cake case, yeah were very flippantly dismissive and they were like oh wow wow you can't get a wedding cake yeah that sort of case 
sets a very dangerous precedent, not only of discriminating against the LGBT community, which that happens all the time in the United States anyways, every day, but could potentially landslide into something like this as well. We're like, it's the same thing, right? It's a guy who says, well, this violates my ethical beliefs because I don't think I should have to serve a certain class of people. And that class of people is people seeking a medical abortion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like this is a very, this is what people said was going to happen. And, and, you know, uh, they don't want to listen, you know, I mean, what happens if you get in a car accident or, or, or have a horrible accident and your attendant ER physician is a Jehovah's witness who doesn't believe in blood transfusions, Right. right. you're dead. That I mean, that you know, you can't. You know, th- this is the issue. Yeah. And the other issue with that too is like, you know, I, I read the response from um, what is it, Walgreens? Um, Walgreens apparently. I, I just wanted to note. So Ortega said that her prescription was transferred to another Walgreens pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she reported this to Walgreens, apparently they were like very upset. Um, yeah. And I don't know what happened to the pharmacist. Well, supposedly the the policy at Walgreens is to allow the pharmacist to avoid filling the prescription. But they have they, to like transfer it, right? Well, they supposedly, I mean, according to Walgreens statement, I don't know if it's true or not. Supposedly they're just supposed to transfer to another pharmacist there. Oh, uh, they're but supposed, he, yeah, he they're just supposed to be it. like a, another pharmacist there that yeah. will, you know, that will do it so that. You know, basically, this pharmacist. Can I just is, say though, if you can't do your fucking job, you don't get that job. Yeah, you don't shouldn't work there. That bullshit about I'm gonna transfer it to someone else because I have a moral qualm with it. Yeah. Don't be a fucking pharmacist, dude. Yeah, get a exactly. different job. Like if it's so morally offensive to you. Yeah. Why would you? you know? Why Why should he be permitted to shame a woman who's in a really horrible situation? Yeah. Horrible situation. Yeah. Of course. Why not. should he even have the like an opportunity to momentarily inconvenience her? Yeah. You, should. you know, like, yeah, ugh, absolutely. So gross. And another point that uh, this like uh, that came up in this article that I think gets skipped over a little bit is that like it really shows you like what these people want, which is yeah. like th- if it was left up to this guy, this woman would be forced to give, you know, to go through through term with a fetus that is not developed. That could potentially make her very sick and kill her. Yeah, it could even before the the you know, quote unquote birth. Yeah. You know, a fetus just not developing inside you could kill yeah. you. It yeah. could All become sorts toxic of and complications, kill you. Complications, yeah. But even if it doesn't and they want this woman to give birth to an undeveloped fetus. Yeah. That's yeah. what they want. That's yep. that's that is like that's what these, you know, uh people uh want. That's I mean, what that's they th- why they've they've passed laws like that women are required to pay for burial expenses. Yeah. Of the fetus. Right. Absurd. It's absurd. It's just ways to torture women. Yeah, exactly. Or to torture, I'm sorry, people who have babies. Yes. Um, there's no medical reason. There's no societal reason. It's completely unnecessary. It is to humiliate and shame people. Yeah. And this is a great case to highlight that. I hope more people talk about that of like that this is a situation where you know it was you know it was medically necessary the doctor told her you have two options mm-hmm. there is no there's no you know giving birth to this fetus and giving it up for adoption this isn't a a, a regular 
pregnancy. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. this is it was medically necessary, and still this pharmacist wouldn't do it. Right, uh, guys. Before you go out into the rest of your day, it's that time. I hope you're jumping up and down, unless you're driving, in which case don't do that because it's unsafe. Guys, what? Don't jump up and down in your car. Here is your good news. <laughs> First good news item, special counsel Robert Mueller has acquired the communications of Blackwater founder Eric Prince, according to ABC News. Um, as So this is a quote from a spokesperson for Eric Prince. As Mr. Prince told the Daily Beast, he has spoken voluntarily with Congress and also cooperated completely with the special counsel's investigation, including by providing them total access to his phones and computer. Okay, well, one, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. (laughs) Um, Two, also, is somebody uh, checking up on Robert Mueller's, like... uh just mental health in general. Should we just form like a human chain around him <laughs> yeah. at all times, wherever he goes? Uh, Mueller is reportedly probing several 2017 meetings that occurred uh, during the time period Prince, Eric Prince, met with a Russian banker there. But can you imagine just going through Eric Prince's text That's messages? what I'm saying. Like having to look through all of that, like having <laughs> to read through all that. Like somebody check on Robert Mueller. Make sure he's okay. <laughs> hey, buddy, send him like a fruit basket. Yeah, like, you are right? you, you all right? You doing you okay? okay? You want spa day? <laughs> yeah. You want a little rub day? Well, send him a little basket of kittens. Yeah. Oh, I want a basket of kittens. Don't send me a basket of kittens. Anyway. <laughs> I'm moving. Yeah. I can't. Have you ever gone through this when you're moving? Sorry, guys. I know we're in the good news section, but this thought just popped in my head. Where you're trying to like downsize as much as possible and mm-hmm. people just keep giving you things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this weird <laughs> phenomenon yeah. where I'm like, people have not tried to give me this much stuff in the past several years as they've been trying to give me in the past couple weeks. Yeah, it's like you're, it's like it's like you're moving into a new place from being like homeless. Yeah. Like, oh, you're moving to a place, here's a couch. Like, no, no, I have No, no, no. I don't mean in that sense, like that they think you need things. It's just sort of serendipitous that it happens oh i see I so see. like yeah. i went to a bridal shower and like we got a bunch of like swag gifts oh i see I and see, then i yeah. went to get groceries mm-hmm. and they were like oh you spent enough where we're giving you this free tote bag and i was like cool <laughs> but i didn't want to say no but i was like yeah. more stuff mm-hmm. like i just keep getting more things yeah guys have you ever had the problem where people give you too many gifts oh god all right <laughs> let's move on not relatable not relatable um so i also wanted to shout out Occupy ICE protesters who shut down Manhattan's uh, immigration hearings recently. Doing the Lord's work. Hell yes. Uh, The protests and ongoing occupation there has caused federal immigration authorities to halt some operations at the facility, including all bond hearings scheduled at the Varick Street Immigration Court. Um, for Monday, so I don't know what we're recording on Tuesday. It's Wednesday for you guys. Don't freak out. Wow. Um, so I don't know what's happening right now, but at least temporarily they were able to suspend those hearings, which is great. And further proof that direct action works. Yeah, it's it's weird how that that happens. Yes. So in an email sent out late Sunday, 
Immigration attorneys were informed by Department of Justice officials that there will be no cases heard at Varick Street on Monday due to the protests. An ICE spokesperson did not respond to inquiries about whether agents were still using the building, but a representative from Department of Justice confirmed the closure. So I also just wanted to ask, is anybody who's listening at Occupy ICE? Ooh. Let us know. Hashtag Light Trees and Pod. I know we had a listener who was at the Portland one. Oh, that's cool. They used the hashtag. Great. Great to hear from you. Also, uh, we want an update from you, too. Anybody participating in these um, fuck ICE protests, I want to hear from you. Yeah, Hashtag Light Trees and Pod. Especially if you're doing direct action, because that's amazing. Also, if you need anything, like if you need us to um, retweet or amplify any kind of um, call for supplies or anything like that, yeah, yeah, we'll always do that. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Any thoughts on direct action and ICE? Uh, I think it's great. I hope, uh, you know, my my vision of a perfect society is uh, one with no ICE. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, I hope they I hope they can't go to work, and I hope they. I I said this the other day in a Facebook post. I honestly hope uh, I hope every member of ICE and I hope all of the Trump administration are afraid to show their face in public forever. I am waiting for, and I think this will happen eventually. I am waiting for the conscientious objectors within ICE. Yeah, I'm waiting for people to quit. I'm waiting for them to come forward. A couple of people have quit the those detention centers. Yep, there's um, been a couple of people. Also, that have- a couple. Um, Military people on the bases that are now being converted yeah. into detention ca- camps right. have spoken out about it. Right, right, right. Said it's horrific. Yeah. Um, but I am because ICE has now been so vilified. Right. And these people do have families. Yeah. And like, I'm wondering if they have kids who are like, "What are you doing? Yeah. You're tearing apart families." I'm hearing about this at school. Everybody's right. calling you a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm waiting for that to happen. I think so. Yeah, I, there's got to be some. I mean, you know, I, I just at some point people are are gonna have to come to the conclusion that you know the humanity of other people is is more important than you know uh, some arbitrary laws about immigration. Will or we? Will I, we? I mean, it feels like they have to at really? some point. I mean, no. I guess not. <laughs> Did I just talk you out of that? Yeah. You were like the more, you ta- the more I talked about it, the more I was like, oh yeah, I remember you know, the point I brought up the other day where it's like. We turned away Holocaust refugees. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, we don't care. <laughs> it's just like happening we don't again. fucking care. It's happening like, again. It is. I, I mean, you know, it's funny. I posted. Not. It's not funny, but it's. You know, I I posted an article to my Facebook today that was you know exploring that uh, there was one particular ship uh, called the St. Louis that had uh, close to a thousand um, German refugee uh, Jewish you know refugees from the Holocaust on it that got turned around at the port of Miami. Yep. Um, and sent back uh, to Europe, and you know, uh, estimates are like a quarter to a half of those died in, in the Holocaust. Um, and you know, the reason that, that they were turned away was because they, they suspected that some of those refugees could be Nazi spies. Sure. That's why they sent the the, okay. the, the the whole boat. They just turned it around, and didn't let anybody because of a in. hunch. Yeah. Um, you know, because there had been like one. You yeah. know, one potential spy, and then they just started rejecting all refugees. And it's, it's I mean, it's yeah, the it is. It's the exact happening. same mentality. We're like, what if one's a, ga- a gang member? Well, yeah, I guess statistically, one could be a gang member. Yeah, but are you going to kill tens of thousands because one might be a gang member? And also, like, 
you know uh, and by the way being a gang member doesn't necessarily mean that you are a bad person or kill anybody no and also like those gangs you know the ones that exist like they you know they recruit in the united states regardless they have there's also a lot of misconceptions about those gangs um i think on tomorrow's episode we're gonna get to there's a very handy list out there written by a journalist who covered those gangs yeah like as their beat right um and like all the ways trump gets facts about those gangs wrong so we'll talk about that tomorrow but the fear-mongering of gangs it's the same exact thing that's happened every generation whether it's like nazi spies or like the uppity black previous slave who's gonna kill all the white people like there's this fantasy of a dangerous other in americans heads that's very easy to it's amorphous it changes depending on who we're scared of in the moment so like they're muslim they're mexican they're jewish you know right they're black uh depending on who we're most frightened of in the moment yeah we have like a handy cartoon version of course of that person to be like here's why we should let tens of thousands of people die because this fantasy might be true one day yeah it just doesn't like it just does you know even if Trump built the wall and had like really amazing border security. It doesn't prevent anything that they're scared of. No, it doesn't prevent any of uh, of like trafficking of you know uh, gang activity. It doesn't prevent any of that. All it does is hurt the people that are trying to get into the country for to live a better life. Yeah, I also think we need to just... It's so weird to me that conservatives accuse liberals of being snowflakes, but conservatives are the ones who are chasing this unobtainable, perfect safety. Yeah. We will never have that. If we, ha- if we build the wall tomorrow, yeah. bad things will still happen yeah, in the United States. Of course. You can never protect yourself from some person out there committing an act that ends up hurting or killing people right? yeah of course but what's actually making us less safe are all of these nationalist xenophobic policies right. where we like bomb people starve them refuse to let them come to the country like that's making us much less safe yeah but like I ending immigration building a wall bad things are still gonna happen like yeah. how much are you willing to give up how many people are you willing to let die because you have this again fantasy of perfect safety that can never be obtained oh uh, uh they're willing to let everyone who's not white die <laughs> right well that's what it really comes yeah. down to it's like yeah. you're talking about genocide yeah um and and to watch very serious pundits be like sure they're proposing genocide but sarah sanders was trying to have a meal it's like okay you're collaborators at yeah, this point like I said, we should not take you seriously they want you know like i said they want mayberry they think that that's yes. what they're that, that you know and it extends, no whites women in the kitchen yeah it, it ex- no whites sorry <laughs> only whites only whites white women in the kitchen well you know it's like like you know it extends even to like you know, you know, obviously, I'm talking mostly about, like, the border and stuff like that. But, you know, it extends even to, like, the white women calling the police on, yeah. you know, on, you know, because a child was selling allegedly water. screaming, but, you know, right. for selling water. Yeah. It's, like, it's because they have this ver- vision of the perfect world and they don't, they're trying to just do everything they can to get it. Right. Um, And it involves not having 
minorities around, uh, yeah. you know, uh, having the perfect, you know, civil discourse with everyone. Yeah, and also just like the uh, matter of shitting downhill where it's like, it's oftentimes really shitty to be a woman, like yeah, even a white woman in the United States. And I feel like some white women soothe themselves by pulling rank on people that they know they can safely shit on. Yeah, so it makes you feel like, powerful. Yeah, like people of color in general, uh, women of color, like as a white woman, they know that there's like a bag of tricks they can pull from, which is one of their go-tos is to start a fight and then if a woman of color fights back they cry right and they're like well she was so mean to me it was so scary Mm -hmm. you know i feel like maybe that's part of it too yeah living in a really shitty world but instead of showing solidarity and empathy for people you just fall back on racism yeah that's a tale as old as time <laughs> what a dark version of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Tale as old as time. But I mean, that's how you know. That's that 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 was how they um they uh sort of uh, quashed a potential uh, uh slave rebellion right. at the founding of the country was that they pitted blacks and whites against each other. Uh, labor too. Yeah. A uh, big business squashed. I mean, also there were just a lot of racist workers, but big business one of the ways they drove drove wedges between the workers was to give white workers some of the stuff they wanted yeah um and then the white workers were like cool peace to the other workers who yeah, were like, yeah, hey, yeah. hey hey we were protesting with you the whole time where are you going right where are you going man um, that's essentially what like middle management is yeah yeah, it's just like yeah, pretty much white they promoted people, all they, the white workers yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave them like menial like marginally better jobs yeah, so like, that they're like <laughs> yeah good enough yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like oh well now we're not gonna revolt we're making like a slightly more money and have slightly more power it so. is shockingly easy to divide people like that yeah but then also i feel like it can turn just as easily the other way like if you really start to abuse people they will amaze you with how quickly they can come together yes um and i feel like again you're taking people's kids. You're putting them in cages. Right. These are excellent motivators for putting <laughs> all that other shit aside yeah. and joining forces to be right. like, you're a fucking fascist regime. We're not putting up with this. Right. We will block ICE vehicles. We will do everything in our power because you're so monstrously evil at this point. It's not a gray area. We're not discussing like minute changes in policy. No. You're monsters. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I think it's worth mentioning, too, that like. It, it did this policy has existed for a long time. It existed under Obama and it existed under Clinton, but Obama also used, um, I should mention this because I talked about it the other day. He also used military bases. He also used military bases. Mm -hmm. Um, he exhibited a little bit of discretion. Um, so, you know, that is noteworthy. Oh, but I found out something the other day from the daily podcast, which is part of how Obama made it seem like he was being more humane mm-hmm. is they had Mexico police their southern border. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. So fewer immigrants were getting into the United States. Yes. That doesn't mean there were fewer immigrants, period. No. It's no, just no. that they were. it was infinitely more dangerous for them to cross right. through Mexico. Yeah. And they were being sent home, oftentimes to die. Yes. <laughs> So, like, it was sort of quietly happening outside of the United States. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's worth talking about that because I think it's important. But it's also worth, like, don't, like, you don't 
it's good also good that people are standing up to it now yes and it's not worth being like oh it was happening before sure you know what i, I, mean? I like, think it's always important to point that out because it's important to remember that this is a policy that democrats and republicans are, are guilty of yeah, crafting yeah 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 of course but it's not an excuse to like do nothing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That that was my point. Is like I've seen some people be like, "Well, this happened under Obama too." It's like, okay, well, people are taking note of it now. Sure. And that happens with issues sometimes. Sometimes yeah. things can go on for a long time and people don't take note of it until later. Right. Um. And that you know you can talk about it and that's fine, but it doesn't make people bad for noticing something late. I agree. So it's like it's good that there are people are, you know, uh, using direct action against ICE now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should still talk about the fact that it went on under Obama and yes. went on, you know, and went on beforehand as well. Cause what we also don't want is people to get comfortable and, you know, once, you know, if Trump is ever not president, right? <laughs> who knows? Right. At this uh, point, Eric, uh, we're in the good news section. <laughs> um, One day he won't be president. <laughs> um, but you know, what we don't want is another, you know, uh, you know, w- what kind of happened with Obama, which is that we got the guy we wanted and then just sort of ignored the bad things that happened yeah um, i feel like and that's not to say everybody ignored it obviously no, I people actually, i think to be optimistic because we are in the good news section i think progressives learned a lot of hard lessons during the obama presidency yeah i think so which too which is you got to win congress yes you got to win those other elections um and then also just because your guy gets in office doesn't mean you can take your foot off the gas yeah. you know um that direct action popular mandate like these things are important as well um and to win local races win local races and uh don't yeah you gotta win the congress yeah and not let fucking uh (laughs) our mutual friend eric uh 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 said that i I was just thinking of mitch mcconnell because i was thinking about the supreme court Uh um and how he blocked Merrick garland but uh uh, our mutual friend Eric said that uh, Mitch McConnell looks like he has an uncircumcised neck. <laughs> and that was, That's true. Oh my god, I lost it. Yeah, I just, like could not stop laughing. I thought true. it was so funny. All right, that's a good note to end the episode. <laughs> Guys, please follow Eric on Twitter at Eric E R E K underscore Smith. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well. Follow Light Treason Pod. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook. If you haven't done so already, please find us on iTunes and you should be subscribed by now, but if not, subscribe. Also, give us a five-star rating and leave a nice review. That really helps uh, bump us up on the charts. It's also a free way to help the show. However, if you're in a position to financially contribute to keep the show going, uh, please go to lighttreason.news, hit that donate button, keep us going for as little as $5 a month. Five dollars, guys. It's not a lot. Five dollars a month. My falafel We're, costs five dollars. And I am a five week, a five day a week podcast. Yeah. So that is. That's so much. That's so much work. Five dollars a month. It's not bad, right? Not bad. Uh, also, if you're currently a member, maybe upgrade today. Uh, otherwise, can't keep bringing uh, episodes, and that would be super sad, right? Uh, guys, I hope you have a wonderful we- rest of your day. I almost said west of your way. (laughs) It's all right. Didn't have to share that with you. It's just a funny little thing that I thought would make everyone chuckle. Have a wonderful west of your day. (laughs) While you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. 